The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's going on? We are one day into the NBA season, and we can already uh, dole out an award. It's a co-award. It's the 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 flying flopper award goes to uh, both Marcus Smart and Joel Embiid. They were just flying all over the fucking court yesterday. They they looked like marionette puppets. It's fucking <laughs> silly. So goddamn silly. Uh, fun first day of basketball. Uh, it was, it was, hate to admit it, it was great having basketball I, I, uh, hockey basketball i wasn't watching baseball because fuck baseball right now but you know i'm just saying there's a lot of great sports going on right now but of course today is wednesday which means dgen rank day we're gonna rank all the dgens uh kyle moving up on the list he is now uh 30th so congrats kyle oh 30th most popular dgen yes yes nice nice yeah really climb up the list what's going on panther uh <laughs> I'm just excited to have all these sports going on at the same time. The takeaway from the two games yesterday for me was that the Lakers are still the Lakers. And I, nothing really brings me nothing really brings me greater joy. <laughs> I agree. I got I, I listen. They're all over themselves. So, the, the, the Celtics uh, won, and I think I had more uh more fun watching the Lakers lose. <laughs> it's, it's just it's just a beautiful sight, is it not? <laughs> oh god damn it so uh lots and lots and lots to talk about so maybe we should just get the dgen rank out of the way because king kyle just loves to shit all over our rankings and uh he, i spent three years protecting my identity one of my friends joined uh, the book club Froggins here Corey, sort of name dropping uh and now kyle's just all over my hefe name so uh i have to change my name just to go back into to hiding and and uh yeah, I don't know what to do about that. Listen, this is what you get for trying to, you know, uh, hide money from the government. They eventually, they have someone finally, eventually out you, Panther. That's why you shouldn't have friends. That's why Kyle's been so successful in life. <laughs> he, he does a great job of avoiding friends, does he not? <laughs> DGen rank. <sighs> Let's go. Tied for number 10, the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Giants teams that just played each other. And, well, Giants won that one. Number nine, the New York Jets. This is this is uh, making me uh, confused. I, we already questioned why are the Giants and Jets uh, actually good. We'll probably dissect the Giants a little bit more. Uh, number eight, 
the San Francisco 49ers down four spots. Uh, might I say that the Ravens were down five spots as well. Oof. Uh, New England Patriots, number seven, up four spots. I think that's the biggest leap on the board. Number six, the Cincinnati Bengals, they're up one spot. Number four, tied. Minnesota Vikings up three spots. Dallas Cowboys, they lost, and they still went up two spots. Number three, still the Eagles. Number two, still the Chiefs. And number one, the Bills. So here we are, week seven, DGen rank. Uh, listen, I think this list pretty much mirrors my picks. Like, Seems I think like I have all 10 of these teams in mind. Let's see. Buffalo, uh, you Buffalo have- Cincinnati Jets, Minnesota, New Orleans, San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, no, San Francisco's on our list. Yep, yep. Not on mine. Yeah, so uh, this actually mirrors. This is now the Mad Max list, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Uh, just shuffle up the order a little bit. Listen, uh, Kyle's saying the list is awful because uh, the Philadelphia Eagles aren't number one. And I have this to question Kyle with. Every fucking week, you say the opponent, the the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing are shit. You fucking said that Dallas Cowboy and their fucking backup quarterback are shit. You said beating Kirk Cousins on Minnesota on Monday night was shit. You said the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars were shit. Guess what? Then the, the fucking Eagles here are shit because they haven't beaten anyone. How about that, Kyle? <laughs> Defend that. How about that? They haven't beaten anyone. I would take the goddamn Kansas City Chiefs who barely lost the fucking buffalo bills buffalo bills the best fucking team in football and fucking put eagles number one so fuck you the bills are the best team in football god damn it's we talk about tears in this it sure seems like buffalo is a step ahead of everybody and it's not that close i mean the chiefs played them close but still lost and i i think the chiefs are the number two team in the nfl buffalo's on a different level right now i think the team that is close to those two teams is the baltimore ravens they just inexplicably find ways to lose. They they could easily be six and zero. Oh. They were in that game against Buffalo, and they just they just find ways to lose. First half of the the first three games, it was their offense or their defense that couldn't get out of their own way. Now it's their offense can't get anything going or hold on to a lead. The Ravens just really really bother me because I think they are much better than the three and three record shows. Arch. We're just going to, I'm not really picking on you. We know you have a model and a computer and uh, so however you spit it out, but you're just not giving any love to the New York teams. What, uh, what gives? I, I bumped the Jets up a bit. Uh, what were they, like 11th, 12th, something like that? 13th, 13th. And the Giants, we can talk about the Giants for a minute. They stink. The Giants stink. Like, I, just <laughs> I can't get over it. Yeah, they keep winning somehow. Well, Green Bay peed down their legs and, and allow them to win. Um, I, I can't explain Baltimore it. peed down their leg. Yeah, let them win. That's true, too. Yeah. The Giants suck. I'm sorry. They're, <laughs> their record says they're awesome. I say they stink. Max, who's right? Uh, I listen, I rank the Giants and I agree with you. I still think they stink. Uh, they, they're probably going to win this week. They'll be six and one and probably the worst <laughs> six and one team I've ever fucking seen. Uh, you know, I run the numbers. I look at the statistics. Defense matters in, in my model now, as opposed to last year where it was heavily offense. If it was heavily offense, the Giants would be ranked, I don't know, fucking 38th in the league. Probably, uh, they, they, they listen, they can run the ball. Uh, I love their head coaching. Uh, defense is mm-hmm. good, but I mean, I would argue again, I would argue to say the Jets defense is is great, right? I mean, comparatively to the Giants, the Giants have a good defense. Uh, I think the Jets defense is verging on on being a great defense. Um, 
Robert Sale has them playing hard. So I have no issues with the Jets uh, cracking the top 10 right now. Uh, to me, like the big team to look out for, and I don't know what's going to happen here, is the New England Patriots, right? I mean, I love how the Patriots are playing with Bailey Zappi as their quarterback, and, and that might change in a heartbeat, right? So, you know, there, there's there's questions about the Patriots if, if, if they should even go back to Mac Jones. Uh, San Francisco, we thought, man, th- this could be a top four, top five fucking team in the league. And then they shit the goddamn bed this past week. Like, what the fuck was that, San Francisco? You know, they, they were cruising for a couple of weeks and then just like failed to show up. Um, Dallas, I mean, I think we got to give Dallas some credit for losing to what Kyle says is the best team in, in the league and and making it somewhat competitive towards towards the uh, end of that game. Right. Um, the, Dallas was hanging in there and they, they lost the uh, the the. Um, turnover battle three nothing right um i think it was three interceptions by cooper rush so uh i my issue again with philadelphia is i think they let teams just hang in there way too fucking long and as a rams fan i can tell you that could, that could burn you for a while you you, you know uh, if, if you got a chance to fucking stomp out a team just fucking do it if you're that fucking good just goddamn do it uh and then another team on this list that i still have question marks about is minnesota they're Ugh. finding ways to win. I, they're better than the Giants. They're finding ways to win games, but I don't. I, I mean, I don't like them a lot. Listen, you know, Kyle's making the argument is based off of our list. Um, Eagles have beaten four and five on our list. Yeah, absolutely. But again, they beat Minnesota on Monday night with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins sucks, and then they beat Dallas with a backup quarterback. Right. So big whoop, big whoop, Philly. Great. I love you. I love you, Philadelphia. Um, Cincinnati, you still know love for Cincinnati either, right, Arch? I think I have him at number 11 or number 10. Number 10. He's got him at number 10. That's about as much love as I can give <laughs> to Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, just, yeah, so, I'm not a fan of Cincinnati. Just, just, uh, no, I'm not a fan. So Kyle's asking, what's worse, leading all game and winning every game but not putting away a team or being down in every game and trying to fight back every game? Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not arguing that the Eagles are winning. I'm telling you, the issue is it catches up with you eventually. If you don't have that killer instinct, I mean, I, w- I would rather be the Bills. At least I know that they have grit and, they, and when, when it comes to a fucking tough matchup, they're not going to give up. They're not going to get fucking lazy out on the field. They're not going to be complacent on the field. I would rather be down and come back and then fucking stomp on my opponent than just be, you know, possibly giving up the lead late in the game. Because in the playoffs, you don't have that fucking luxury. I'm sorry. The team, the, the competition gets so much better in the fucking playoffs. Uh, you, you just you, you can't fucking take your foot off the pedal. And I think the I Bills w- have I think the Bills have a killer instinct. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go down to South Beach and, and uh, take a 20-point fourth-quarter lead and blow that or anything. But uh, Liz, I'm going to be a Kyle defender, which I hate, because, uh, yes, we know the Eagles' schedule has been relatively soft, and it is soft, I think, arguably the easiest schedule the entire season. It turns out to be a cupcake schedule. The Giants will probably regress. But the thing I like about the Giants is they find ways to win. We talk about all these other teams finding ways to lose, that don't hold on to leads, that cave in the fourth quarter. The Giants are the opposite. 
They're protecting the football. They're not turning it over. Daniel Jones doesn't have to win it. Saquon Barkley's running his ass off, and that Giants defense is better than average. I think the Giants, particularly in the NFC, make the playoffs, especially when you look at how bad Tampa Bay is. I dropped them out of my top 10. I think Green Bay very well might miss the playoffs. This team has a lot of problems, and they're all on the offensive side. Um, so, look, I like Philadelphia. They, to me, they pass the eyeball test. And like we were talking pre-show, I think it's Kansas City, Buffalo, Philadelphia. It's the top three. And everybody else, we just have questions. We question the Vikings' stability, if they can stay up top. We question what's going on with Tom Brady and, and Tampa Bay and Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Baltimore's inability to hold on to a lead. Cincinnati, if they can, you know, pile on that luck factor from last year. There's so many questions. I think the only three teams that I have any confidence in are Buffalo, Kansas City, and Philadelphia. Yeah, those are the top three teams, clearly, clearly <laughs> looking at it. Um, Minnesota is, in my mind, a step a step well below the other guys. So is Dallas. They're a step well below the other guys. And I don't really have faith in Cincinnati, New England, San Francisco, the Jets, the Ravens, or the Giants either. Those top three teams are much, much uh, better. I don't want to say, I hate saying better. No, they better. are. They, they are. They're, they're markedly better, I think. And, and listen, I mean, in the, even the cusp teams, the team, like, uh, do we have faith in the Chargers? No. Do we have faith in, in Tennessee? Not really. Right. I mean, uh, and then my outside of my fucking top 10, you, you're starting to see the fucking Atlanta Falcons show up because they're, <laughs> you know, the way that they're winning games. You're seeing the fucking Seattle Seahawks in there. I, this is this is getting fucking ridiculous. Uh, you know, I think there's a huge fucking drop off between three and four. Like in any other fucking year, I feel like the four team here would be 10 or 11 on our list. You know, if mm-hmm. if you look at our DJ rank from last year, I I'm I'm taking our, our our four through ten, and I'm sliding them down six spots. Like I honestly wanted to vote one two three, and then six blanks, and then you know have have my my tenth pick. You know, I mean, because that's it. Like slide Minnesota down to ten or whatever. Um, yeah, I think I think you know, Philadelphia should absolutely walk into the Super Bowl. And if they don't, then, I mean, Kyle's got a lot of questions to fucking answer there. If, if they don't just absolutely walk into the Super Bowl with, you know, with, with being the the best team in the NFC, uh, Buffalo and Kansas City, they, they again, I think they gave us a preview of hopefully what's what to expect in the playoffs. These are the top two teams in the, in the AFC, and, and they're going to cross paths once again. Um, yeah, You'd it's, hope it's, so. You'd hope so. Yeah. That should be yeah, the yeah, AFC yeah, championship. Yeah. yeah. It should. It should. They should just kind of skip the playoffs and just, you know, have them <laughs> the it's like that one year we wanted to see the rams and the, the the chiefs in the in the super bowl that didn't happen no it didn't happen we, had, we, we had that game in mexico we will always fondly remember that game in mexico that's right we got the uh was it the was that the rams patriots super bowl no yeah it was great it oh was yeah great. it was a yeah that, that, was, that was great game. yeah yeah jared goff was was unbelievable in that one um just riveting Sensational. Uh, what was that score? Was that like sixteen to nine, or I don't even know. That seems that sounds high. Touchdown. That seems high, right? Yeah. I think it was like nine yeah, to three like, or twelve. It's like a Bronco, some shit like that. It's like a Broncos game. You know, it was. It was. <laughs> oh, by the way, the giant, the the, the Bears are, are number thirty-two in my list. Those fuckers. That's the worst team in football. Terrible. Fucking terrible, man. That's they seem to start losing some fucking games. Um, thirteen to three. By the way, thirteen oh, to three. Woo. Yeah. God damn it. That is a that great, is a Russell great. Wilson score. 
Uh, that's fantastic. Good, good job there, Rams. Uh, let's take a break. We got so we got a lot of fucking sports betting to talk about after this fucking break. Um, let's talk about the book club as 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 Panther mentioned. Uh, his boy Froggen has joined our Discord channel, and you can join our Discord channel. And get access to all of our picks and hang out with us and see spicy memes and live bets. Uh, man, everything everything's going crazy right now. Golf, golf, DJ picks. Oh yeah. Uh, college, college football, DJ picks. NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA. NHL, Rory's picks. I have so much stuff going on, and you can get access to it if you go to thedgens.net. You can sign up now for three free days, and then after that, it is $25 a month. Uh, again, you know, the, the NASCAR stuff uh, is, you know, it's cooling off a little bit, but I, I expect that the, that regression will, will bounce back, and then we'll see some profitability there. But Yeah, those as, poor as, bastards as a, are dipping below 90 units. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But yeah. but but as I mentioned, they're making up for it now with their college football picks and their golf picks and so forth, right? Uh, lots of stuff going on here, and you can get access to it if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Baseball, baseball, yeah. So we got two games: a uh, divisional series, can, uh, uh, not divisional series, this is a championship Ooh. series. Holy shit! I said division. I got, I got to update our uh, our website that no one actually goes to. So I don't <laughs> even know why I do posts every day, but I do anyway. Uh, championship series. Holy shit! Uh, Phillies got that stupid fucking bell ring last night, and uh, listen, I think it can happen again today. Uh, mm-hmm. Aaron Nola going to take on Blake Snell. Uh, Nola's been absolutely great in the playoffs. In fact, over his last three uh, outings, he has not given up a single earned run. Snell, of course, lost his first playoff game against the Mets, but he did bounce back with a great start against the Dodgers, for what it's worth. It's the fucking Dodgers. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Still, man, the, the fucking Phillies bats are just absolutely vicious right now, and I think they're going to get to him today. Um Billy's 4-0 in the playoffs when they score first. They're going to score first today. They're going to win this one. Consistent pitching is what plagued Philadelphia this season. Well, we learned from the Braves last year. Yeah, All you got to do is str- string together your pitching for a couple weeks, and you can fucking win a World Series. And I think that's what the team of destiny is on pace to do right here. $10 bet on Philly. Uh, yeah, real quick, Frog, and no, the NBA talk's coming up as soon as we're done with baseball, but talking about the baseball game, uh, as much as we hate the Philly fans, you gotta really start to like this Phillies team. We've known since the offseason acquisitions of getting all those players, the sticks, that they were gonna have some bats to contend with, and they've really put it all together now. 
the pitching is answering the call. Aaron Nola, you know, in the middle of the season, Max, remember we were talking about he's not really an ace on another team. He's probably like a number three starter, but he's looked like the ace for the last uh, month, month and a half. He's pitching really well. Snow is so is Blake Snell, who's been pitching really well as of late. But when you, if you want to call that a wash, I'm okay with that. But then you start looking at the bats. The Phillies have the advantage. They've been hitting really well in this postseason. I think they continue it today, catching that slight, ever so slight plus line. That's where the value is. And I think they actually win this game outright anyway. So give me the Phillies for $50. I was hoping you were going to go down with your Padre ship so we wouldn't have a kiss of death on this one. But we have a kiss of death on this one. That was just a Darvish thing. Oh, boy. 15 bucks on the Phillies. Kiss of death. I think they are the team to beat in the National League. Sorry, Eggburger. Sorry if we doomed if we doomed the Phillies today with the KOD. We, oh. I, I apologize, but I don't I don't want to hear that bell anymore. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, next next game up, we we got uh, the Yankees uh, heading to Houston. Listen, if I cared about this Yankees team, I would actually feel bad for them, right? I mean, because of that rain out the other day, they had to start Cortez yesterday. Because of that rain out the other day, they got no rest. They had to get on a fucking plane, travel to Houston, and start a series right away, as if the Astros didn't have enough of an advantage already. But I don't care about the Yankees, so fuck them. I really don't. And plus, I've got a futures bet on the Astros here to win the <laughs> AL pennant, so I'm I'm definitely rooting for the Astros in this series. I just, this game's got too chalky for me, right? This is what we call, you know, the 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 line juicing because of uh, Verlander out there. Remember, uh, you know, Verlander uh, claimed Major League Baseball was juicing the balls. Well, whenever whenever Verlander starts, the the books like to uh, juice those lines. It's way too juicy for me, and I I just don't think the Yankees are going to win. So a lean on the Houston Astros here. You know, last time they did this, Verlander got absolutely shelled. It was just that walk-off in the ninth inning that Jordan Alvarez hit that saved the Astros because they they got blitzed by Seattle coming out of the gate. Uh, Verlander, a short outing, extra rest. I don't think you're going to see two shit outings out of Verlander um, in back-to-back starts. So I I like Verlander and the Astros to show up. They're well-rested. And um, I like to root for the villain. It's kind of hard to tell who the villain here is, but uh, I'll take the Astros. I know it's chalky, whatever, two to one, but give me my $50 on the Astros. Yeah, do you take the winning team or do you take the value here? The, yeah, the value says bet the Yankees. Yeah. The fucking value absolutely says yeah. bet the Yankees. I just don't see them winning. I don't see them winning either, but a plus 175, they're not going to roll over and completely die. Uh, so I'm going to put 15 bucks on the Yankees, even though I don't expect them to win, but plus 175, I can't ignore. I do think the Astros take care of business, though. It's just a lottery ticket. All right. Uh, moving on to NBA talk, right? We got a, a full slate of fucking games mm-hmm. and... Uh, uh, weird, weird day. I, I, I profited uh, 51 cents yesterday, you did, guys. 51 cents. 51 cents. Congrats. I'm, I'm, I'm bowing out of the NBA season. This is, I'm, I'm calling it right here. I'm taking my 51 cents and I don't know what I can buy with 51 cents in, the, in this uh, inflation. Can I still get a pack of gum? Probably not. Uh, New York Knicks at the Memphis Grizzle. Uh, Grizzlies, of course, a team that should be able to win a lot of games this season. In fact, I, listen, this is one of the teams to beat in the West. As for the Knicks, not so much. Not a formidable team in the East. Uh, after finding success a few seasons back, they they regressed last year, made some bad acquisitions, also failed in making the big trades in the offseason, something that has plagued the Knicks for many, many years. Still, when they were healthy last year, they played some good defense. They kept things competitive. Um, 
you know, in the early season, I expect things to be a little weird. Uh, I think Memphis is, could be caught off guard here. Uh, Jaron Jackson is out. Dylan Brooks is out. So that depth that we love about Memphis is taking a little bit of hit in the early part of the season. So I, the odds say the Knicks have a chance to upset here. So a $5 money line bet on New York. Yeah, I think the overreaction on the Knicks on how bad they might be this year might, might be a little bit inflated because the Jalen Brunson signing, I think, is going to be a, a big coup for them. He's going to handle that point guard position really well. They're sliding uh, Randall over to the four, and Mitch Robinson now is just going to be the starting five. And I, I think that Twin Tower situation is going to uh, help them underneath with their blocks and their defense. Brunson does play some defense as well. But that said, as much as I do like the Knicks, even with Jaron Jackson Jr. out, even with Dylan Brooks out, Memphis is by far, it's not close, the deepest team in the NBA. They still got Brandon Clark to slide in there. Xavier Tillman can slide in there. Uh, they still got John Morant out there. Tyus Jones. I mean, they're just absolutely loaded. I think Memphis can take care of business. I just didn't want to give up five, five and a half points quite yet. So I'll lean on Memphis. Yeah, I'll lean Memphis here in this one, minus four and a half. I, it's not a game I want to bet at all. <laughs> uh, so just a lean, just a lean on Memphis. All right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about New Orleans and Brooklyn. Uh, you know, a lot of talk has been, you know, uh, made about how the Pelicans should be a much improved team this year. You know, they've got a healthy and, and, and somewhat fit Zion. They've got a full offseason with CJ McCollum out there. Uh, for the Nets, it's it's you know they've got KD, they've got Kyrie, and they've got Airball Simmons out there, uh, you know, shooting those great fucking airballs in in promo videos. It's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Kyle knows a thing or two about that. Uh, they're going to be without Seth Curry. They're going to be without Joe Harris in this one. But I still think their big two and a half should be enough to grab a win tonight. You know, before Jimmy James Harden even joined up with them a few years ago, the Nets were seen as a title contender with just KD and Kyrie. I'm not completely writing them off here. So a $10 money line bet on Brooklyn. Yeah, I think this game is, is going to be pretty close. I love what we're seeing out of CJ McCollum with New Orleans. Um, I'm very interested to see what we see out of Ben Simmons in real games that actually count, not preseason ball. There's not going to be asked a lot of him to score what he brings to the table, his defense, his passing ability, making him the point guard, and Kyrie the two is going to make the Nets better by default, um, and his rebounding from the guard position. So I do like the Nets. He little depth but i still think they've got the best players on the court at home uh, a lean on brooklyn just not touching this one quite yet oh okay well I, i'm gonna jump on this one with you max just not with the money line i'm gonna take the minus was it three two and a half two and a half okay yeah i'm gonna jump on that with you i think 10 bucks uh i think <laughs> it's a good way to waste ten dollars <laughs> All right, moving on. Chicago, Miami. Bulls enter the season still missing their point guard. Looks like Lonzo Ball, um, you know, his his knee is, is still having problems. Uh, when, when he was on the court last year, that Bulls team looked really fucking dangerous. And w without him, they just became inconsistent. And now, that, listen, they've got talent. They've got DeMar DeRozan. They've got Zach Levine. They've got Nikola Vucevic. Uh, they're, they're pretty fucking good players. But the problem is, I think uh, Ball kind of like tied that all together uh levine's banged up shocker right you know levine being fucking banged up Oof, man so he's in question for tonight uh the heat returning pretty much the same season same team from last season you know minus a pj tucker of course um which you know uh, he's a solid player um but i i i think that you know people step up on the team they they, uh, they, they drafted pretty well i feel um and in general they're just tough to beat at home 
I know Jimmy Buckets is another year older. Got to worry about his knees and his fucking load management. But this early in the season, this is a team that uh, I still think is going to be a threat to the East and gets a, a, a big win on game one here. So a $15 money line bet on Miami. Yeah, there are some injury questions. Zach Levine being the biggest one. Victor Oladipo has already been ruled out. He does give them a little added depth. They've got Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, um, just so much depth on that Miami team. We never really talk about it. We always focus on Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. I think that the Heat win, but I Chicago's not coming in blind with the Lonzo Ball situation. They got to go through the preseason without Ball and establishing – it looks like DeRozan's probably going to be the default point guard. Um, and I think they, the rotation is going to be set. Adding Andre Drummond is going to give them some huge minutes off the bench. I love the Drummond signing. I think the Bulls can keep this within the touchdown. So I'm taking Chicago plus the seven for 10 bucks. I agree with you. Um, shockingly, everything you said. I think the Heat win, but I do think the Bulls keep it a little bit closer than the seven. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Bulls as well. All right, last one up for me. This next one on the board is Cleveland Toronto. Uh, you know, Toronto was in discussion for that KD trade, but you know, of course, that fizzled much like every KD trade fizzled. Um, <laughs> but listen, I think it's probably for the best uh, for, for Toronto. Listen, they, they have a pretty young, exciting team: uh, Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes, uh, Fred Van Vliet. And then they uh, they added Otto Porter in in free agency. Uh, you know, championship uh, caliber. You know, he, he played on a championship team last year. You know, he contributed uh, to that. Uh, Golden State Warriors win, so uh, that's a good addition for them. Um, Cleveland, listen, I mean, they 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 landed the the biggest piece in the offseason, right? They got Donovan Mitchell, much to the Nick chagrin, uh, trade that uh, gave Danny Ainge and the Jazz that bounty of draft picks that Ainge collected back in Boston, so he can be all happy about his fucking draft pick collection. Uh, it's much you know like a fucking baseball card collection. Like, hey, another draft pick, yeah. I don't know what to do with it though. Uh, Cavs, uh, listen, they were a competitive team last year. I liked them a lot last year. They faded in, in, down the stretch. I think they're going to be a super competitive team this year. So no disrespect to the North. I like Cleveland to grab this win here. So a $5 money line bet on Cleveland. You know, when we talk about Toronto, one of the things we don't talk about is how good their management and their coaching has been. Because this is a team that's lost Kawhi Leonard. Then they lost Kyle Lowry. Now they've lost Norman Powell. Um, they, they're, they're missing pieces all over. And then they just... Oh, hey, this Fred Van Fleet guy, he's pretty good. We'll just run with him. They just always seem to do everything right, and I like that about them. They're a competitive team, a defensive team, not a great offensive team, um, and they always find ways to win. Cleveland, I like what I see out of Cleveland. you got Jared Allen and Mobley as your bigs, Kevin Love and Ricky Rubio coming off the bench, and then you got Garland and Mitchell as your guards. Like, There's everything to like about this Cleveland team. I just need to see them play. And that's the only hesitation here. I, I like Cleveland here in this game. Just want to see them play. Not enough to bet it. A lean on the Cavs. I'm going to jump on it with you with the with the points, the two and a half um, spread. I think I think uh, I think your money line play is actually really good. I think it's probably going to hit. Uh, but I'm going to put ten bucks on the Cavs plus two and a half. All right, uh, Panther. What else you got? I got two more. Let's start with the Washington Bullets are going to Indiana, take on the godforsaken Pacers. They're in the number one draft pick lottery. I don't see them really, from a coaching or management standpoint, really trying. But when you look at the talent, I think they have the best player on the court in this game. Apologies to Porzingis. Apologies to uh, Bradley Beal. 
But Halliburton is an absolute stud, and Indiana is going to build around him. Then they got Manchurin uh, that they drafted in the draft. He'll get some quality minutes. We're looking for Turner to probably get traded. We're looking for Buddy Heal to eventually get traded. I think they monitor their minutes. They put them out there, show them a little bit, but I think those guys' minutes are going to be limited, and that's going to keep the Pacers limited. So I like Washington to come into Indianapolis and steal one. I'll lay those two points and bet 10 bucks on the bullets. You zigged, then zagged, then zigged again. I thought I thought you were going to bet Washington, and then you started talking about the Pacers and how good Halliburton was. I was like, oh, maybe he's going to bet the Pacers, and then you went back to Washington, which is what I predicted you to do. Uh, anyway, I, I kind of like the Pacers in this one. I agree with you that they're going to be in tank mode, and, and they have no motivation to win, but uh, I think they're possible when Washington on the road, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, sometimes Washington gets off to those really fucking hot starts, right? Didn't Wasn't that like last year and the year before? Both both years, they, it seemed like they got off to these really crazy hot starts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the Pacers to eke out a win here, so I'll lean the Pacers. I'll lean Washington with you, Panther, minus the one, one and a half. Oh, only one. Nice. like it. All right, one last game for me. We're taking a look at Houston going to Atlanta. Much going to be made out of the DeJounte Murray signing and how he teams up with Trey Young. It'll be interesting to see if one is a point guard, if share point guard duties. I do expect a lot of unselfish basketball from the passing standpoint, but I also expect it just to be those two, right? I think they're going to carry... 70% of the scoring. I don't think DeAndre Hunter is going to be much of a factor. Capella hasn't been a factor for a while. And John Collins, his only job is to really rebound. Uh, he could probably be traded at any time as well. Uh, Houston, everybody thinks they're in tank mode, that they're in this Yamba Yama Wama sweepstakes. And I don't think they are. They have a lot of really, really good young talent. They're going to put them out there, and I think they're going to play hard. Uh, I'm really particularly interested in this Tari Eason that they drafted in the first round. I picked him up in my fantasy league. I expect big things out of this kid. Um, I like Houston, not necessarily to win, but 10 points. I don't think they're that bad of a team. I'm taking the missiles plus the 10 for 10 bucks. Yeah, moral support. I think it's just a tad bit too many points. Uh, I have Atlanta winning this game by about eight. So I think I think there's you know there's a little bit of variance there, and who knows? Maybe they go up big and and you know just take the foot off the pedal in the fourth quarter as as teams do when they go up big. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. I think Houston's going to be a little bit more competitive than 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 we think, at least out of the gate, and uh, that that could you know spell some uh, trouble for Atlanta, who slow starters as well. So I'll, I'll lean on Houston with the points. You know, I'm going to jump on Atlanta minus the nine and a half. I don't think that much of Houston. Honestly, I, I I guess I fall into the public perception of that they're not going to be very good. And one of the flaws in my NBA strategy was always treating these teams like uh, NFL teams, that they play close, that they try, that they care. Uh, it's not the case. Give me the Hawks uh, minus nine and a half for 10 bucks. All right. Those are all my games. Arch, what do you got? Nothing. You, bl- you blasted through all the games. I didn't think anyone was going to touch the Hawks game but me. <laughs> That's it. All right. Uh, real quick on hockey. You got three games on the board today. I'm betting one of them, and that is the Winnipeg Jets and Colorado Avalanche game. Um, you know, Winnipeg got a big win over the Rangers in their opener and then followed up with a loss to the Stars. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the Winnipeg Jets season for for for. The rest of the year, that's it. They're going to win one, lose one type thing. Uh, Colorado's offense has looked really great to start off with, but I think the, the loss of Darcy Kemper in the offseason seems to be more than they expected. Uh, based on their expected goals against, it actually 
should be a bit worse. There have been some big upsets, and and you know, listen, uh, Philly's tempting again today. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're tempting again, but I think the bigger value is on the Jets stealing one in Colorado. So I, I'm going to do a ten dollar bet on Winnipeg. I uh, see, and actually, what was it minus two forty five or something like that? I thought there was actually value on the Avalanche. There's, it's just so hard to bet them because they never get a decent line they're like the the dodgers and the yankees of hockey you just can't get a fair line and when you do get a fair line like minnesota they go and shit the bed so i think the abs win i just can't eat that much chalk i'll lean on the abs it is only minus 213 just throwing that out there yeah no i'm good doing any hockey today you gonna bet the blues i got one yeah remember look, look at st louis at seattle i mean it's the fucking kraken if there's almost there's there's the Arizona Coyotes and then there's the Kraken. I think those are the two consistents that we can maybe just fade all season and maybe make some money. Minus one forty five doesn't feel too chalky at all. Mm. Maybe it's off. Time, maybe it's time, off time, is the time, worst. Time out. Time out. <laughs> it's getting worse. It's minus it's minus one twenty five Panther. It opened at minus one seventy five. You are walking into uh, a, uh, a Boston Bruins uh, <laughs> oh, no. Ottawa Senators size trap. I feel it's already written down. Damn it. Give me the blues for ten bucks. Now I'm not even excited about it. <laughs> I, I, I was I was leaning Seattle when I was getting a plus one thirty uh, an hour ago, and uh, the best you can get on plus one fifteen. So you can't you can't bet Seattle. It's something. There's not even any now. value. Yeah. No, you can't. Uh, I, I, yeah. I guess I'll lean the blues now with with the the minus one twenty five because uh, the implied probability shifts, but. I fucking a staying off that one, and then I, I don't think the Flyers do it today. But man, you know. God damn. Going into Florida, winning. <laughs> why not? Why, why not? not? Yeah. Every everything's coming up fucking Philadelphia right now, so why not the Flyers be the best team in hockey? Who the fuck knows? That's it. Any comments to speak of? Just Kyle talking to himself. Oh, okay. What did we talk about? <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL power ranking. We released our amalgamated ranking, much to the chagrin of most people in the book club, apparently. And uh, we talked about baseball basketball and hockey max that's it that is it let us know what you think about our picks your picks anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen to that please highest rating come subscribe download listen to every single episode panther take us home i will give to you mm, the brooklyn nets on the money line brooklyn on the money line what was that minus 150 uh, something like that. Nets minus one forty eight, Max. That's what yeah, you got. Yeah. Archie, you like? Boy, howdy! Give me the Phillies. Fighting Bills plus one plus one oh five. Froggin, this is how the conversation got started with me and Froggin this morning. He was asking if anybody out there does parlays. This is the part of the show where we end it by slapping together a parlay. Arch's favorite part of the show. He loves parlays. Uh, I will throw the Washington Bullets in there. I think they can take care of the Pacers. So we've got the Brooklyn Bets, Philadelphia Phillies, and the Washington Bullets. That is your degenerate parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly it is right here in the book club. And you guys can just get in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. My name is Sex Panther, goddammit. And uh, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. When it's all said, done, get us all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. 
Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.